Welcome to another episode of We Don't Die. I'm your host, Sandra Champlain, author of the number one international best-selling book called We Don't Die, A Skeptic's Discovery of Life After Death. Today, our guest is Celine Taylor. She is a psychic medium who works with the angel and spirit worlds. She has suffered her own fair share of grief and hard times, which have led her to the path she is on today. Celine uses her intuition to offer guidance to all of her clients, encouraging them to move in a positive direction and face the challenges that may lay ahead of them. She is a spiritual teacher and holds workshops as well as demonstrating mediumship in private readings or throughout Ireland on platform. Committed to making a global difference, her latest live Facebook video has been seen by over 20,000 people. Celine's readings are known as being highly accurate, and you can visit her website at celinetaylorpsychicmedium.com. Celine Taylor, a warm welcome to We Don't Die Radio. Hi, Sandra, and a big hello to all your beautiful listeners. Oh, you're so sweet. I'm so excited to talk to you. Yeah, me too. Really excited. Our mutual friend, Darren Hart, set us up. Yes. Hi, Darren. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, Darren. Big hi to Darren. (laughs) We love Darren. Yeah, he's been a guest on this show. Good man. Good man. Celine, thank you. And how does your story begin? Can you give us a little bit of background as to... Um, yeah, of yeah. course. Were you born um, a psychic medium or... Yeah, absolutely. Um, it was only really recently um, in the last three years where I've been kind of going back into my past and what's been happening. And uh, <clears throat> excuse me, I have a little bit of a cold on, so excuse me. Um, yeah, so um, in the last three years, I've been uh, putting a book together, which is amazing and which is a big, massive goal for me. Um, and um, it's only going through kind of sitting down and uh, listening to my own spirit guides, which I will talk about in a few minutes. Um, uh, I was sitting down with my mother then also one day and I explained to her, Mum, I can remember uh, this kind of setting and this kind of background and these kind of curtains. But I can, Sandra, the thing about it was I could I could smell milk from my clothes. I could see the baby growth on me. I could pull myself up on the bars. And this, today I know as me being in the cot, looking at my mother and my father in the bed. And at that time, um, there was like, do you know the little lights, the northern lights? And they were dancing in my room. I used to always call these my magic night lights. Beautiful. I used to always be afraid of the dark. And I've always seen these magic dance lights. Hmm. And I know these today as angels, which back then was just my magic dance lights. Um, I used to feel safe. I used to feel so secure. Um, these lights never spoke to me, but they just shone brightly. Was, yeah, I can always remember them. And I think I've seen uh, these lights right up till I was the age of eight. And then they start uh, appearing in more uh, human form to me. That's beautiful. Yes. Hmm. So that would be my earliest uh, memory. Um, and, you know, my mother would say, Celine, that's crazy. You couldn't possibly um, remember that cot because I can remember, um, you know, my family wouldn't have a whole lot of money um, when I was growing up. And the bars of the cot was really, really uh, chewed up on, on um, from my other siblings. And um, like I said, I can remember these bars being chewed. 
And um, she said, this is crazy because we finished with the cup when you, um, when you were born, you know, when you were finished using it. Um, so you couldn't possibly remember it. I can remember also there was a little Bambi or a little deer at the side of the cot as well. So um, that's going back right back to, I'd say when I was about six, seven, eight months old. That's my earliest memory. Um, growing up then, um, I would have different spirit guides, different guides come to me in different parts of my life at different stages. But um, one specific guide I can remember, um, which I didn't know back then that she was a guide until only uh, in the last six, seven years maybe. And um, I'd known this girl to be the little girl um, in the cardigan, okay? Um, Her name I could remember was so, so long to pronounce. So I always, always called her the girl in the cardigan. She would always come and her first words would be, hello, do you like my cardigan today? Now, she used to always wear either a red cardigan or a navy cardigan. And this is why she asked me, did she like, do I like her cardigan? This is the girl that learned me how to read and write. I got it really, really, really hard in school. And um, as I sat in the sitting room trying to practice and practice, because I remember Santa Claus was after bringing me this amazing book with all these animal pictures. I can still see the book right now as we speak. Um, these little animals and deers and dogs in it. And I just so wanted to read it. I wanted to be able to read it to my little sister, Natasha. Um, but the words just it wasn't coming to me. I just used to make up my own uh, little story out of the, the pictures. And um, she helped me read one day. And after that, then I haven't seen her Um I stopped seeing the little girl in the, in the red cardigan. I think it was about nine or 10 years of age. Oh my God, there's a little girl in my room and she asked me, do, do I like her cardigan? I jumped off my chair. I ran in to see was she there and she was gone. So, um, yeah, that, that, was, um, that was amazing. And uh, it just brought back a lot of memories for me. Um, as I explained um, at the start, that nighttime used to scare um, the life out of me really, really did. Um, growing up was uh, was really, really tough, especially coming to teenager years. Um, thoughts and visions and things I didn't understand was coming to me and um, different visions was coming to me, different spirits was coming to me. Um, and, you know, I didn't have the understanding that... Um, to say hello, how are you, you know, and interact with the spirit like I do now today. Right. Um, and um, my own sister, um, Natasha, she was going through the very same things. Um, this is uh, the mediumship side comes from my mother's side, um, which my mother has great gifts herself and uh, her mother before her. And it goes in a long line of mediums um, from my mother's side of the family Mm-hmm. On my father's side, uh, he's the fourth generation of Irish Celtic healing. So uh, we have great healing uh, uh, healing powers as well, energy healing. Great. We heal with the angels, but we do the old Irish Celtic healing as well. Um, so that comes from my father and he's doing Irish copper discs and he's selling them uh, all over Ireland now at the moment. And they're reaching UK, which is terrific for him. Right. Um, yeah, and um, I suppose then... I fought it so much when I was a teenager. I rebelled against spirit and um, 
I started wanting to live my life like normal children, I suppose, would. Um, it was so hard to concentrate in class, in school, because um, I would always see uh, spirit or I would always see light or I would always see um, whether it be an angel um, playing or um, being cheeky or, um, as we would say here in Ireland, acting the magus. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, um, so it was very, very hard to concentrate, very, very hard to concentrate. Um, but, you know, as the years rolled on, I did try to um, work and do different things in my life and it just wasn't happening. Um, <clears throat> I became very, very, very depressed in myself when I was about 17, um, 18. Um, I was a very young girl back then and um, Spirit came to me and he told me I would never feel like the way I feel right now because I was going to um, give birth to a, a new baby and she would change my life forever. Um, and um, I was, I was, I'm with my husband since I was 15 years of age. Um, and, do you know, um, it was, I suppose, devastating for my family that I was pregnant so young. Yes. But he was right. Um, she did change my life. And um, as the years went by, myself and Patrick got married. We had more children. And um, sadly, um I had a beautiful baby boy and he was born um, 15 weeks early. So um, he was pretty small and he came home from hospital and uh, he had to go back in because he had a little cold. So on that specific day, I had said to my mum, something doesn't feel right. Something doesn't feel right. You know, this day is going to go terribly wrong. And we got a call that our baby boy, Patrick, was terribly sick and we had to Russian race at hospital but again we got there Patrick had passed mm-hmm. um, even when we were driving to the hospital um, I could feel I felt very very strange um, this had never happened to me before I had felt um, my whole world was just about to be turned upside down and it was uh, the doctor explained that Patrick had passed away and um, I suppose from then on I lived in no man's land I was zombie vibe. I was just the whole world was um, just living and I was on the outside looking in. Mm-hmm. It's a young, very young mother. Um, just uh, suppose listening to my own heart, it was skipping beats and um, at that stage I didn't feel I was going through any grieving process. I didn't feel um, I was uh, sad on myself. I just felt nothing, nothingness. It was emptiness um, and it was pain. Yes. And I can totally relate what bereavement is and what grief is. Um, and moving on then, um, I had, um, I was getting Leah's breakfast one morning, um, my daughter, and I turned around and I seen Patrick on the floor and he just smiled at me. He didn't say anything to me. And this absolutely ray of light just shone upon me. It was absolutely magnificent. Um, the heat from this, um, the strength, that love that I felt, uh, it felt like he was um, giving me all my strength back, if that makes some sort of sense. He was giving me all back, uh, everything that I lost. Um, in that moment, I knew he was okay. And... 
I knew that there was no longer for me to grieve any longer. And <clears throat> I practiced my mediumship. I tried to, you know, sit in my room and listen to my spirit guides and um, get a stronger connection and get a stronger connection um, because I wanted to see more and more and more of them. But then my spirit guide says, no, this is not how mediumship works, Celine. Um, I've seen Patrick, I think, about two or three, four times at max, but I've never spoke to him. I've never I've never spoke to my own spirits. I've never uh, seen any other of my other spirits, like my grandmother or my grandfather. I've only seen my nana in my dreams, but my nana had passed away before I was born. Mm. This is the woman that learns me a lot in my sleep, in my dreams. She learns me a lot of peas. She learns me a lot of clairvoyance and stuff like this. And this is um, <clears throat> all in, in my um, new book that's coming out next year as well, mm. Sandra. So um, as we move on then into life, um, I became closer and stronger with my spirit guides. Um, my spirit guides um, have two masters. We're not allowed to know their names. Um, master one, he is an English teaching man, gray-haired man, always dresses in white. This man is blind, but he, he brings along with his a cane, a, um, his cane with him all of the time. Um, he's absolutely, absolutely magnificent. Um, but when I don't do what I'm told, I am scold. Okay, he does give out to me. Um, I also have master number two. He's my main master. He's there to learn me the mental and emotional strengths of um, the psychic link and the mediumship link. Okay, how to be um, how to be strong and how to look after myself basically during mediumship. Um, it's almost like uh, climbing the stairs, if that makes sense, um, Sandra. And um, then I have, a, yes, a Catholic nun. And here in Ireland, we, it's such a, you know, it's such a big um, Catholic country. Mm-hmm. And um, I suppose that's probably the hardest part for me because everybody is very, very religious here in Ireland. And um, a lot of people would disbelieve in what I do. Um, so, like, my community and everything is very supportive of me, but still, um, as a Catholic, I'm not supposed to do this work. I was born with this work. I didn't choose this work, okay? okay. Um, so, as we move forward then, um, yeah, my master, and he, he teaches me massive strengths. Uh, as I move on, I have a, a sister, Kathleen, yes, uh, talking about her. And um, she is uh, there to teach me love and compassion, which is so, so, so important when you're working with the public, but also working with spirit, because that's what spirit give off. The most beautiful um, love, unconditional love. It's like a love that you've never felt before. And it's it's sometimes it can be very overwhelming, the, the amount of love spirit gives to you. And half to you, um, it truly is um, magnificent. Really is, um, and as we move on, then I only since I start my platform work last year, what was happening to me when I went out and platformed, uh, Sandra was, um, I was getting my spirits all mixed up. Okay, so two or three spirits had come to me. I'd get very confused of this, um, and. I now have uh, two protectors that sort these spirits out for me, which uh, really, really helps. 
and that's Sir Williams. And um, uh, the other guy is um, a Greek Roman soldier, which I've tried and I've tried to learn his name, but it can't roll off, off my tongue. Um, I wouldn't have a great selection of words, um, as I explained earlier in my earliest days, that, you know, I try uh, um, the girl in the red cardigan or the girl in the cardigans, um, try to learn me to read and write. I only have a very, very small selection of that. But with my spirit and my spirit guides, um, they've helped me become stronger and helped me to gain more confidence with, with speaking with the public. And this is why they wanted me to start my platform work, um, which brings me up right up to today. Um, and in the last three years, um, my master had come to me and he said to me, Celine, it's time for you to write a book that's going to change the world. So that leads me right up to today, Sandra. Well, I have some questions. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, first of all, my heart goes out to you with um, the physical death of your baby boy. Mm-hmm. And thank you. I know so many of us looking back it's the toughest times that actually give us the most amount of growth and kind of get us on our path and for him to mm-hmm. help heal your heart by you seeing mm-hmm. him what a gift uh, but i wanted to ask you about your masters and your spirit guides yeah. your, your, mm-hmm. <laughs> just coming from as a person that believes that we all have guides with us but i haven't a clue who they mm-hmm. are how did they first present themselves to you and I love Sir William and then the Roman coming to you but do you see them with your mind's eye can you hear them is it all of the above to you it's normal for someone who's Mm -hmm. never had it it's like what the heck is she experiencing yeah yes I suppose yeah absolutely um okay so with um my teacher and the English teacher master one um he came to me one day, um, I was living with my grandmother at the time, and my grandmother is now in spirit world, but I was living with my grandmother at the time, and I can remember I was in first year, and I was studying for a Christmas um, exam, and I can remember very well it was geography, and, <clears throat> excuse me, and he stood at the door, and he banged his cane again the door, tap, 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 and I looked around, and I said, hello. And um, he said to me, because I was so stressed, as much as I was looking at this information on my book, Sandra, it just would not sink into my head. I just could not absorb the information. No matter how much I tried, I tried, I tried, the information just would not sink into my head. And he said to me, "Um, Celine, what did the little girl in the cardigan teach you? And I look back and I remember that she learned, she told me to write it out, write it out and write it out until I remembered it. And that's what I did. Now, I didn't get an A, obviously, in, in my exam. But, you know, I passed it and I was happy with that. Um, so that was, I suppose, uh, my first um, encounter that I can remember with um, my main spirit guides that I have today. Um, like go, like I said, Sandra, going back, I had so many, so many different guides, so many different spirits. Um, I'd nearly want two days to be talking to you and um, to explain them all. Mm-hmm. Like the little girl in the red cardigan or the little girl in the cardigans. Um, she was my very first spirit guide that I can remember of. Um, then moving on then 
to um, my um, master, the the Chinese monk. He always carries a book. Um, a really, really, um, it's a really, really heavy book that he carries. And uh, he's a very, 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 very wise, well, very wise. Um, he always said to me, Celine, you have so many questions. Um, this spirit guide, my two masters, I see them with my eye, with my own eye, not my mind's eye. I see them with my own eye. Um, and going on then to Sister Kathleen, I can see her um, in my mind's eye, but I also um, have sit-down conversations with this woman. Um, she is very, very beautiful. Um, very, she's her skin is so beautiful. She's very, very uh, like a pale com- complexion, but not ghostly like. Okay, um, if that makes sense, not mm-hmm. transparent or anything like that. Um, I've never seen a, a spirit come in that's kind of transparent. Uh, when I'm sitting doing my readings, Sandra, um, maybe out of the 10 people that come to me in a day, I would possibly see CC with my own eyes, um, two spirits in that day. The rest are all done to um, my third eye or to a mind's eye. Um, and this would be like a sort of telepathic mediumship, if that makes any sense. Yes, okay? that's more what I'm um, familiar with. Yeah, yeah. Um, then my two, uh, my two protectors. Um, this is really extremely funny. I can remember I was up in um, up near the top of Ireland, a place called Letterkenny. And I was getting ready for um, a big uh, demonstration the next day. So um, my husband was down and as a typical man, a typical Irish man, he was down having his pint at the bar. And I was up <laughs> trying to meditate and relax. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so I was lying on the bed and I was, you know, cleaning the chakra system, um, cleaning and cleansing myself and getting myself ready. And um, this man uh, with very light armor comes into, into my room. Um, and he explains to him, him um, he was so courteous, so um, he was like, I am here to serve you. Um, he was, yeah, um, he, he felt me, he made me feel like I was a princess. He made me feel like I was a queen. Um, and that's why he said to me, his name was William. And I said, um, I call you Sir William. You know, I play, I, I um, have a mess. I, um, you know, we play around with, with with my spirit guides. These these I play around with a lot. Um, I can remember seeing his sword as well in front of him, but when I looked down at the ground, I couldn't see there was a ground. I couldn't see the bottom of the sword. Okay, so the sword was like never ending. Mm-hmm. That's what it looked like to me. Um, so he went, um, and about an hour after that, this other man came into my room. Now, mind you, Sandra, this guy had blonde wavy hair, big deep blue eyes, muscles on him, wow, okay, and um, uh, he came into my room and uh, he was a half-dressed man and I was there sitting on my bed thinking, oh my god, am I actually flirting with a spirit guide? <laughs> um, I had a half-dressed very hunky man, spirit man in my room. And then I'm like, crap, 
he can hear my thoughts. And you know, and the, and I was blushing, um, but he was he was laughing. I can remember uh, the more I blushed, the more he laughed because obviously he could he knew what I was thinking, or and that made me even more embarrassed. Um, so um, he learned me how to say his name. I uh, couldn't. I kept saying it wrong. And then I said, I'm sorry, but can I can I call you Hercules? And uh, he just thought this was very, very funny. So that's who he looks like, Hercules. And that's who he reminds me of is Hercules. That is so sweet. Stand at, when I start my work, I always see a portal. Okay. Um, they stand at either side of my portal or at the spirit's portal, I should say. It's not mine. I don't own it. Um, and, but they, they, they're there to protect and kind of help um, protect and help me. When I say protect, Sandra, a lot of people, a lot of people ask me, do I believe in dark, uh, dark energies mm-hmm. or do I believe in darker spirits? Um, to all your listeners out there, I, Celine, would be very, very sceptical myself. Because I have to see things um, to believe them. And I only know for what I've seen. I've never see, seen or had any encounters with what people call a bad spirit or a darker energy. I've only known spirit to be pure love, pure divine love. No matter what they have done in their life here on earth, whether it was... Um, you know, uh, drug addiction or drug dealing or anything of any sort that they feel that they have a penance for. I haven't seen that, Sandra. You know, it's not like the movies that you see on TV. There's no aggressiveness. There's no, it's just sheer love. It's just pure love. And that's all they want to send their families. It's just pure, beautiful, beautiful love. Um, Even to say, you know, a lot of people say, well, is my mom at peace or is my dad at peace? For me, the way they feel is like, you know, when you go on a roller coaster and you get off it and you're on the pure adrenaline, mm-hmm. that's how spirit feels. Um, so to me, this wouldn't be um, like uh, our peace, what we would feel like, oh God, I need a bit of peace right now. Do you know, it yes. wouldn't be like that. It would be... Um, Pure love, pure excitement, and absolutely on a pure high. Okay, like after coming off that big roller coaster, um, that's how spirit feels to me, and yes. that's how they feel in spirit world. Fantastic. Even when a child comes through, a child spirit, you know that they bounce across the place. They're full of energy. Um, they don't want to sit down and talk. They want to talk while they're moving. Okay, um, yeah, it's you know it's really is magnificent um truly is mm. Celine do you have any favorite stories of reconnecting someone with their loved one that's in the spirit world just absolutely yeah, yeah. because we, yeah. the name of the show obviously is we don't die so I lo- always yeah. like to hear mm-hmm. stories of why you believe or yeah. maybe things I yeah. actually have two I yeah, have two, tell I can't choose from so okay um so I was um you know when I started my professional reading um going out professional reading uh, with the cards, um, I started out. Um, I was at my first, um, my first show. I think it was in uh, the Shearwater in Banlaslow. It's near Galway. Okay, and um, 
sat down, I had beautiful sitting on my table and um, I would always, um, I was always learned, I suppose, you know, to, you need to dress well for spirit that, you know, once you have your makeup on and once you have your dress on, you're ready to speak with spirit, okay? Um, and so everything was going really, really, really well. And this mom came up to me, this mother, she had a little boy and a girl. Um, I'd say it was only about two years between the boy and the girl. Um, and she said, hi, Celine. She said, I was wondering, could you give myself and my kids a reading? And I said, you know, I'm sorry. Um, you have to be over 18. I'm trying to explain, you know. Um, and she said, that's OK. And the, the two children sat um, behind her on their seats. And um, the mother sat down. And I could feel straight away her husband coming in beside her. My heart sank to the ground. I was like, oh my God, how am I going to control my emotions now? I can't be uh, me right now, okay? And that's important when you're working with spirit. Mm-hmm. Um, that you can't, you have to step outside yourself. Um, so I said, okay, I understand that your husband's here. You can call your children over to me. And she said, really? And I said, Absolutely. And um, the children came over and I had said to um, the son, he was a little bit younger than a girl and he was hanging his head to the ground. Um, you know, he was he really, really was in so much pain. Um, and I said to him, hmm, I said, your dad told me to tell you that he got that yellow balloon that you sent up to the sky to him. And he said, really? And I said, yeah, really. And to the little girl, I said, I know he told, he's telling me, your dad is telling me when you put your sun cream on this morning, it turned into a love heart shape. Isn't that right? She was like, really? Them kids, I don't know. It's just amazing to be able to see their smiles leaving. The mother grabbed me so hard and she said, you know, I can never thank you enough for what you're doing. And I said, you know, it's not me. Please don't thank me thank your husband, thank your spirit, because he did all the hard work. And yes, absolutely, it's uh, so much harder for spirit to connect with us than it is with us to connect with the spirit world. Um, So she was super proud and she was so happy. And she only texted me recently, since that day the kids can't see me, she said you changed her whole life. Um, And that meant a lot for me. Um, the mother remarried and she's very, very happy at the moment now. Um, so that was a life-changing story for them. <clears throat> um, but after anyways that day, she, I said, what are you doing down here so far away? Because they <clears throat> came on holiday. She said, my son had got his confirmation and he said, we'll go on a night, um, go on a night away in a hotel. And that's what they did. And then he said, he seen my poster out in the hall and he said, Mommy, would that lady be able to, <clears throat> excuse me, help, help me find my daddy um, or connect with my, my daddy? Oh. And she said, I, I'm not sure. And she, he said, I'm going to pay for it out of my confirmation money. And uh, he came to me, his little face, with his little money all happy. And I said, you go keep that money and you buy yourself something very special. Oh. And yeah. So, you know, that was a massive, massive story. Massive. Uh, one I'll always remember. Um, it was such a, such a, made such a difference to them. And that, that's what and it's about. The isn't difference, it? Celine, in their mm. lives 
I know Absolutely. even in my own family, mm-hmm. when children experience a loss and yeah. aren't really helped yeah. through the grief and, and even getting the information that the loved ones are still around, you know, it's one thing mm-hmm. to tell them that. It's a whole yeah. other thing to say, Daddy saw the yellow balloon that you released yeah. for him or yeah. the cream on the face mm-hmm. that was a heart. You know, yeah. that's life-changing yeah, to grow up with that confidence. Um, I can remember as well Then she, I said, that's his symbol to you always. He'll always send you the love hearts. And um, she now sends me, if she's on a beach, she'll see a love heart pebble or that she'll see, uh, you know, a little pulp. A puddle of water with love hearts. You know, she said the love hearts are always around her, and That's they're very, beautiful. very grateful. Yeah, so it's oh. terrific. My second story mm-hmm. was much harder. It was very, very harder. It was much, much harder actually. Um, so I live in a really, really small community um, where we only have a church, a school, and a pub. Very Irish. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> That's all you need. <laughs> um, no. Yeah. Um, yeah, but it's a really, really, really uh, small community, but it really is um, a very supportive community, and it's 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 absolutely amazing community, actually. Um, very grateful. We moved down there nine years ago, um, and, you know, my husband got to know quite a lot of people in the community where um, I would be very much one to keep to myself, Um and I wouldn't have known a whole lot of people only in the last, I suppose, two years. Um, but um, this is going back an awful tragedy in our community. And um, a man had a road traffic accident very close to his house. Um, and, um, oh God, it was only like a stone throw away from the house where he passed. And um, after about, I'd say about six months after he passed, um, I was driving home. I'm in the parish choir I'm in Clara. And after he was driving home, after I was driving home, that night I passed where he was. And he got into my car. Um, now, I only knew this man to see. I'd never knew him to talk to. Mm-hmm. Um, my husband would have known him much better than I would. Um, and he got into the car and um, he said, you need to go in and talk to Margaret. Margaret was his wife. I said, I can't do that. And then I was thinking of that program. I don't know if you have it over there. It's called The Ghost Whisperer. Yes. Um, uh, you know, and I was like, I can't do that. That's very strange. Very, you know, you can't do that. I don't even know this woman. So I went on for weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks. He was in my house. Um, now, um, he wasn't being rude or anything of any sort, but um, it was like when I wasn't paying attention, um, he would do different things in the house. Like I was after buying a brand new TV for my husband for Christmas. And um, Patty kept turning it on and turning it off and turning it on and turning it off. And my husband got up then to check the wires. And I was laughing and Patty was laughing because for the simple reason was, um, Paddy was laughing at my husband because my husband, that's what he does. He does he does cables, he does internet, you know, and he couldn't find out what was wrong with the television, but it was um, funny. Paddy, the spirit, was turning it on and off. Um, he was doing the same with our lights. 
So we'd go to bed at night time, he'd turn the TV on and it would go up full blast. So my husband would come out and turn it down, get back into bed. We'd just gone off to sleep and again, come back on. Um, so this is going on, like I said, for weeks upon weeks. And I said, OK, Paddy, I'm listening. What do you want me to do? What do you need me to do? He said, finally. Um, he said, I need you to talk to my family. I need you to tell them something. I need you to let them know I'm okay and um, you really need to talk to them. I said, Paddy, I can't, I can't go to this family's house. I really cannot go to this family's house. We were sitting at the kitchen table. I kept saying, I cannot go down to this family. I can't knock on the door and say, hey, your husband's here beside me. He wants to talk to you. I said, I can't do that, Paddy. I said, I'll tell you what. I said, you send me somebody and I will talk to them. And um, I said, send someone to me for a reading, send someone to me for a healing and I will talk to them. Right. Within a half hour, not even within 30 minutes, 25 minutes, I got a text message, this girl wanting to come up to get her healing done. And it actually was um, the woman's best. It was the woman that was coming to me. It was Margaret. Margaret and the woman was best friends. Okay. Mm-hmm. So... Paddy was very, very happy, very, very excited. He was after getting his own way and he was super excited. So, yeah, um, and the girl came up and we, I gave her her healing um, and gave her information about um, Patrick and um, Paddy. She was very, very understanding, so understanding. Um, she went down and she had told uh, Margaret, um, Patrick's wife, Paddy's wife, and... Um, Within that, then I was asked to go down to their house. Um, I had such a lump on my stomach and I can remember uh, Paddy holding my hand through the gates and he said to me that it was okay that Margaret was a really nice woman and she's very understanding. And I don't even remember knocking at the door. Next thing I knew, I was sitting down in their kitchen. Um, And I don't know whether it was so hard because um, he was from the community and it was like people expected me to have known him, if that makes sense, um, which made it harder. And um, I told him very private things. I've told him exactly what happened that night, um, you know, which is very personal, private, and I can't give it over yes. uh, radio. Um, but um, what happened that night, time and um, everything and things that went wrong with the car um, and what happened to his body before he passed and um and you know the family got some comfort out of that um got amazing healing out of that and got you know what I mean and the inquest was the next day so as Margaret had said to me you gave me great comfort and great strength to go to the inquest the next day um knowing you know she came to me then the following day after the inquest and she said well I was you know Everything that you had said came up in the inquest, um, and that's why you know you've given me some, given me so much strength. Um, I wouldn't have been able to go through it without hearing um, the information that you were after giving me. Um, you know, and me and Margaret has since then has become really, really, really good friends. Um, I've had her through, um, you know, massive hard days in her life, yes. um, and her family, which is. Um, it's good to be able to do that and that's the best part of doing and being able to see and hear what I do, Sandra. Those are two beautiful, beautiful, beautiful stories. Thank you for Mm -hmm. sharing.
I want to talk a little bit more about what you're most passionate about now. Is it teaching workshops? Is it doing platform? Mm -hmm. I want to know about your live Facebook videos. I'm thinking, wow. Mm -hmm. Or maybe it's all of the above. Would you share? Yeah. Um, I kind of do um, at the moment what I'm told to do or what I'm guided to do. Okay. So um, regarding the spirit guides, the... um, you know, they'll say now it's time for this feeling, now it's time for that. As I said, they're working massively on my confidence. Um, and that was got a lot got to do with um, my platform work last year. Um, I, I've worked very, very hard doing the platform work last year. Um, not so much this year because I'm very focused on the finishing touches of the book. And um, I am doing a lot with, uh, as you said, Facebook, my Facebook feeds, my videos. I think it's very, very important um, that, Sandra, you give back to people. And that's what mediumship is all about. And that's what this gift is all about. Um, Yeah, you know, I have my own little uh, clinic in Banislow and um, at my home. And I work there on a daily basis. But, you know, I once had nothing. Sandra, you know what I mean? I once didn't have money to be able to go to a reader to uh, find out how my loved ones were. And I think this is why this is why I definitely do um, the live uh, Facebook feed to be able to give their messages across to people or whether it's just guidance of the cards or guidance of the angels that I do give their messages across. Um, And that's very important to me, actually. Um, So yeah, that would be very, very passionate. Yeah, Celine, when you do your yeah. Facebook Live, are you mm-hmm. actually feeling and doing readings for people that are on the in the audience of your live yeah. videos? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's very like... Cool. Um, very cool. Um, so there's a panel of comments in front of me mm-hmm. and um, if people would say, pick me or can I have a card please or you know and I will say okay um yeah I get it hard as I said to pronounce names or to spell or read and if I can't I will spell that name out so that person knows it's them um and I will pull maybe two or three cards from them um and then I might get the presence of spirit beside me and so this could be anybody's spirit spirit in the audience spirits are so clever Sandra that um, they know, you know, that that message is going to get to their loved one, whether it takes a day, two days, three days, because people share the video, it's going to get to their loved one. Um, I never not had a week go by when I didn't connect to someone's loved one, um, which um, is, is really, really, really good, really special. Yeah, they are um, smart. Yes, reaching because... out to um the audience what what i'm hearing you saying correct me if i'm wrong that you could be mm-hmm. live and then mm-hmm. the spirits are so smart that they'll throw in some words for their loved one knowing that it will be shared and that eventually that person yeah. will see it yeah so the way the way it works is um a spirit will come stand before me or stand beside me or if it's children to hide underneath my table um and um you know i'll say Okay, we have. I I have a male beside me. Um, 
she's representing the father figure. I'm just going random here now, Sandra. Um, and uh, he's the father figure. Oh, he's telling me that his name is maybe John or Jack or Joe or, um, and he's showing me, and Spirit showing me the calendar with a red rose gone across this. This shows me that the spirit died on such a date, on such a month, which kind of narrows it down a lot. Um, it narrows it down loads. Um, then I'll say, okay, he's actually looking to speak to um, maybe a Sandra or a Mary or a Livia. Okay, it could be anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, but then if this lady is looking at the video, she's saying, oh my, that's my father, or, you know, that's my uncle, or that's my granddad. Um, yeah, and um, then if they're on live looking, we kind of get them linked on, um, so other people can see exactly who I'm talking to, who I'm giving the message across, because it's important to have that evidence there as well, isn't it? Yes, it is. Um, so I would say, that, you know, when they come on, do you understand why he is saying such and such and such a thing? And... Um, yeah, they, they will connect with it and um, that's uh, another healing well done, you know. And um, like I said, I never, uh, never like people saying thank you, even though I'm grateful they say thank you. But to me, and I've always said it, that mediums, um, psychics, uh, we are just postmen or postwomen really we're just a vessel we're just carrying the message across and that's what a lot of mediums and psychics uh forget you know that we are just just a vessel and uh, it's important not to let ego get in the way too Mm, ego can be so tough it's funny you just did Uh off the cuff talking about that but when you said a father coming through daughter Mm -hmm. named john then he said jack whatever my dad was john i thought oh yeah is it a coincidence or is he there yeah uh (laughs) but i know what you're saying about ego certainly but i also know on the being a sitter the only way we can give back is with a thank you and it really is even though it's the spirit world you were the one that said use me i'm here i want to give yeah i want to make a difference so it's just take the thank Mm -hmm. yous that's beautiful. And how can we find out when you do the Facebook Live? Are you, obviously you're on Facebook, but are you on a Celine Taylor Psychic Medium? How would we say? Yeah, I'm you? on uh, Celine Taylor Psychic Medium on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, and I usually do my videos um, on a Monday night at 8 o'clock. Um, and um, it depends on bank holidays and stuff like that. Usually I put up. Um, information, I'm going to be live tonight, guys, you know, going live tonight. Um, people are know. And it's gone, um, it's gone right now where I'm getting texts, um, text messages or um, something that bring in. Can't wait to see you live tonight. And, um, you know, that um, we have a few, we have a team that actually works behind the scenes with me. Um, because if I was to look at all my messages, messages that I got after the live videos and um, <laughs> it would take me a day to read them yeah, yeah it really is so you know to be have a, a team on um and they're behind the scenes trying to help as well now I just literally just talking to the screen I don't know how to press any buttons I don't even <laughs> know how to work Facebook I am so uh I'm really bad at computers really bad at phones everything 
Um, my husband, uh, Patrick, he is, he's amazing. He's, um, he's helped me and he's so supportive. He's helped me a lot um, in the last three weeks. Um, um, getting my name out there and, you know, letting people um, know that I healed. And, um, yeah, he is, he's super. Well, hello to him. Hey, what a good man. Do you do telephone readings also? If someone were to yeah, contact yeah, you from yeah, halfway yeah. around the world? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, so I do um, telephone readings. I do um, uh, video calls and, you know, the live video calls as well. Yes. I do them as well. Um, yeah, I do also emails as well. Oh, that's email readings? Mm-hmm. Who knew? Yeah. That's a first. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. I do. I read and my husband types. <laughs> oh, that's great. You do have a partnership. Yeah. And for listeners, you mentioned normally Mondays at 8 p.m. That's your time yeah. in the States. So mm-hmm. It would be like 3, oh, yeah. 3 yeah, p.m. New York forgot. time. That's right. 3 p.m. New yeah. York time, noon, California time. You'd have to do the math where you live. But um, yeah. Celine is in Ireland. Mm-hmm. So her Monday, 8 yeah. p.m., you just have to do a little math and then find her on Celine Taylor, Psychic Medium on mm-hmm. Facebook. I do want to ask, um, I, I had this thought when we were talking about your masters mm-hmm. and teachers and, and guides and things. Mm-hmm. And I know you teach workshops and just, I this is just me off the cuff here. Mm-hmm. I want very much to know who my guides are, okay? Mm-hmm. And uh. I think a lot of people do. And we don't all have the gift of being able to see them or we might mm-hmm. we just might not know mm-hmm. it but I had this thought while you were talking I know when I'm looking to buy a new car say and if I have that yeah. car in my mind's eye suddenly I see them all over the place mm-hmm. or if I'm going to yeah. go on a vacation a holiday somewhere and I know the destination suddenly in my like all of a sudden I hear people talking about that destination or I see things yeah and yeah. I feel mm-hmm we're more inclined knowing we have something on the horizon like that. And I'm mm-hmm. wondering if our, with our spirit guides, if we honestly had the intention of having them introduce themselves to us, get some mm-hmm. signs for them and really coming from a place of love, do you mm-hmm. think that that might open a doorway for us to actually start getting communication from them? Absolutely, um, absolutely, one hundred percent. I think you know, um, people are so overly focused and they analyze on, on it too much. Okay, mm-hmm. um, instead of just allowing it to happen um, very easily. Sandra, I can remember when I was thirteen years of age, old, and my grandmother said to me, "Celine, do you want to know the ingredients of life?" And of course, at thirteen years old, you're like, "Oh, Granny, you know." Um, I said, okay, go on. Um, she said, if you're not happy, change it. She said, if it's broken, fix it. And if it doesn't work anymore, you need to throw it out. She said, as humans or as, as we go on, um, we overcomplicate things. We overanalyze things. We, we make things harder in our lives uh, than we should. And we do, okay? Whether it is within love, within um, whether it's bill paying, whether it is upbringing up your children, you know, we overanalyze, we overfocus. Um, and it's just, you just need to be, you just need to really connect with the soul. 
the soul itself. And it's all about blending your soul with the spirit world, um, you know, and being so open, whether you're just sitting in a quiet space or, um, as I do say to my own, my own students, if you listen to the silence, the silence isn't really silent after all. Okay. Um, And a lot of people don't know where their ear chakras is. Their ear chakras is at the center or either side of the temple. Okay. So this is showing the mind. And a lot of uh, my students get so focused or so stressed that they're not hearing spirits. You can hear spirits in, in the mind. You can hear them talking to you in your mind. And these are very, very random things like um I could know last Thursday we had um I have a terrific group group of girls and they're very, very giddy and very, very funny. But you know, um one girl was given out specific information like a bike or, you know, these these specific informations were coming out of her mouth and she's like, Oh that's very random. I don't know where that's coming from. I said, just go away. You don't have to understand. You're not supposed to understand spirits information. So what you do is just kind of connect to your heart. What I like to do is I like to connect to my heart and feel my pulse, whether it's my on my wrist or my neck, I'll feel for my pulse. And I'll just slow down my busy mind. So I'll slow down um the heart rhythm by just going pump pump. And that brings me into a different place. Different um you know, when your mind is clutter, you don't have room for spirit. You don't have room for spirit guides or the angel realm, do you know? Mm-hmm. That your mind is too busy on, oh my God, I have to bring the kids to football today or right. I have to uh, get down to the bank and pay the bills or, um, you know. Um, and yes, these are every great day grounding things and we need them in our lives. But we, as mediums or as a psychic, you also have to keep what I like to call one corner of the mind free from clutter. Hmm. Um, also um, clearing the heart chakras, uh, the, the chambers of the heart, and that's important as well. Um, knowing that when you're in this kind of work, I always ask my ego to move to the left-hand side of my of my shoulder, knowing that it cannot intervene in my readings. It cannot intervene with spirit. That we will share our moments when I'm finished with this reading or finished talking with the spirit. Does that make sense to you, Sandra? It makes perfect sense. And just a little mm-hmm. note on top of that, each human being, I believe we're all on our own unique journeys. So mm-hmm. even though you may not know how, and this goes for me too, to specifically do it, yeah. to have the loving intent of connect, connecting with your own soul, sitting in mm-hmm. the science silence and blending mm-hmm. with the spirit world and asking. So we might not know how, yeah. but I think the love and the yeah. intent is important. Absolutely. That's all you need. You know, I could be going to a platform demonstration. I could be rushing. I could be stuck in traffic. I don't have time to meditate. I don't have time to I call upon my guides or, um, and, you know, I don't think I've ever said this out loud before, but, you know, I've often sometimes sat down and said, okay, guys, are you ready? You know, <laughs> just yes. to my guides, are you ready? Are you ready, guides? 
do you know, yes. um, literally clap my hands and say, I'm ready to work. Do you know? And um, uh, once, you, once you feel your pulse and feel that pulse, you are allowing your heart rhythm to slow down. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I suppose when once it's practice, it's all, almost like driving a car. It just comes very natural. Comes very natural. Um, yeah, because I've been doing that all my life. Um, uh, I don't know how not to do it. Okay. Yes. I, if anything, I get it very hard to be grounded. I get it very hard to know, okay, it's um, mummy time now, or it's I'm a wife right now. Um, and for me, it's very, very hard to maybe go to a wedding or a social event and be around a lot of people and say, oh my God, if I have this glass of wine now, I'm not going to stay tuned out. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That if I have this glass of wine, you know, our spirit's going to pop in and out of everywhere. Um, and that can be very difficult. Um, especially if Celine has three or four glasses of wine. <laughs> <laughs> um, so no, it's, you know, it's, um, you know, and it's, with spirit as well, they are they are good. When you when you say to them, you know, I'm actually not working now, um, whether it be three or four o'clock in the morning or whether it be um at a social event, you know, you just give that intention that, you know, I'm not working right now and um it helps ground ground me then, yeah. Yeah. Celine, we only have a few minutes left and I don't want to take up too much of your time. Wow. I, I do, I know it goes by fast. I do want to talk about the future because we had said before we started mm-hmm. recording, mm-hmm. you don't have any centers in Ireland. And in the United States, mm-hmm. which is where I live, there's very little um, talk of home circles and, and mm-hmm. this sort of things. What, what, do you think is possible for the future getting the words out and if you have any advice to people that are medium psychic mediums or whatever you know about going forward absolutely um so yeah like guys I was explaining that I come from a very rural part of Ireland um and we don't have any circles we don't have any um demonstrations or any um uh, classroom or workshops um, and for me it was growing up and listening to my guides listening to my intuition um, sometimes you know my guides would get me to do little practices like um, tune in to what we would po- probably call it your gut feeling um, so this would be your intuition okay tune in to that and say okay is my name Celine and see how, how that feels and then um I would say, okay, is my name Sarah? And see how, how that feels. Okay, so you're throwing yeses and noes at yourself and you're getting that kind of feeling of yes or no, okay? Sometimes also you can say to your spirit guides, can you show me what my yes is? Can you show me what my no is? Um, and you can um, talk to your spirit guide just like this. Sometimes they may give you a touch or they may give you a sense of hot or a sense of cold um, or they could give you some pressure in the head or, you know, um, this is a wonderful way uh, to get to know your guides, definitely, um, and to build up your intuition. Um, also, you know, you with mediumship or with psychic work, 
there is no right way. There's no rules. It doesn't matter what how many workshops you do go to. It's important to make this your own. Otherwise, it's not going to work for you. Um, like going to whether it's Art or Finlay, and you would have a uh, you know an amazing tutor giving amazing um, guidance and um, showing you exactly you know what she does. But that doesn't mean that that's going to work for you um, or me. Um, Because at the end of the day, if we're so focused on this way that she's trying to explain to us as the tutor, um, you know, we're going to forget our own way. And then, you know, we're going to get annoyed with ourselves and disappointed with ourselves that it's not going to work. This has to be our own way because we are... um, so authentic and we're so unique and we're very very special in every single different way and um, you know it's important to connect with yourself once you connect with your own soul because the soul knows so many things anyways the soul knows so much more than you know Um, and this is about connecting with your soul even regards if you have your spirit guides or you know of your spirit guides the number one key is blending and learning about your soul. Like, um, it's important as well, Sandra, uh, you know who you are to other people, okay? Like, I know I'm a mom, I know I'm a mother, I know I'm a sister, I know I'm a friend. But it's important to know, it's important for me to know who Celine is, who Celine is to me. Yes. And that's uh, what we do forget. Um, yeah. Um, as we were explaining about as well um, earlier, that you know the hardest part for a psychic or a medium is to tell people around them, okay, to tell friends around them or tell family around them, and you know that that can become very panicky, or you can start judging yourself, or you're thinking, oh my God, they're actually thinking this when they may not be thinking that at all, right. okay, um, so. It's all fear-based thought. It's all judgment upon yourself. Um, how it was very, very scary actually for me. I was sitting in my friend's house, um, Orna, and um, she said to me, um, um, because my sister Natasha had already been out doing cards and out doing spirit work, and um, she said, "Do you do that?" And I said, um, uh, "Yeah." And she was what? <laughs> I said, yeah, 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 I do it, yeah. And she said, really? And she said, maybe you could give me a card reading sometime. And I said, yeah, sure. And um, got my cards, went into her house. Now, I was sweating buckets, thinking, oh, my God, like, you know, I know this girl. I know if she's married. I know how many children she has, you know. And, you know, it was was like, these are going to think, you know, I can't actually do this, you know. And I was working myself into a knot. Anyways. It was um, it was a good reading, um, and uh, I do believe I blew her socks off, as she said. Um, That's great. And um, it just came more easier. And then with Denise and uh, Olivia, and Olivia is a terrific girl, absolutely amazing girl. Olivia can uh, be very uh, uh, skeptic, which you know we all are yes. very different people, and but Olivia is so so supportive. 
and that's what makes her um, an amazing friend. Um, you know, she mightn't agree with everything I do, um, but uh, she is a very, very supportive and very, uh, very supportive about it. And she would always ask me about my work. But um, yeah, she she loves my car readings too. So um, that's uh, burdens us. Right. Up today I have great support, great friends, yes. um, an amazing hus- husband, and um, I'm very, very happy. Oh, that's wonderful. I thank you for <laughs> all you do, Celine. Thank you. And I know you're thank being you a, very much. a messenger for the spirit world, but you've done a lot, even overcoming your own pain, your own things, um, your own ego, all that. And I know it's still there, as I too like mm-hmm. to have the glasses of wine with you. <laughs> but we're human <laughs> beings. We really are. Absolutely, yes. But I think we all have to know that as afraid we might be of stepping out and sharing who we are. And there might be people Mm -hmm. that aren't interested, but I personally Mm -hmm. have found more people that are interested. And I think most Mm -hmm. people have this interest, but we're afraid to talk about it for fear of what people might think about us. Absolutely. And that's why I wanted to share that little bit of the story, which is important. Yeah. And I thank you for that. And also for all of us to find ways to connect and there might not be anybody in your close family or friends that talk this lingo mm-hmm. but we're we are around so celine you can go to her facebook uh, celine taylor psychic medium get be part of her online uh, live um, facebook videos here we mm-hmm. have a facebook group called we don't die listeners and simply on facebook just type in we don't die listeners and there's over 3000 of us that talk the same language that you can share any bit of your struggles or your joys or your signs or your questions it's really a great place and and then what i see too is around the world there'll be more and more people that connect in real life and we'll be able to get together as friends and it's so important to have a community and right now if it's a virtual community on the internet yeah. that's fine mm-hmm. but you're not crazy and this it's is great real. that you have this i didn't yes. have this going on this is amazing yeah it, it really is. is and the time will come i think that the centers and circles and things like that will be more readily available and it'll be up to mm-hmm. some of us to create them so thank yes. you again celine for being our guest today Thank you so much for having me. Um, and thank you all your listeners for listening. Uh, it was great to share my story. Um, and uh, the spirit guides are so excited that we've been speaking about them too. So um, we send all our love to each and every single one of you. Have an amazing day, guys. Oh, thanks. And and again, to reach Celine, if you want to follow her or book an appointment with her uh celine taylor psychic medium.com and you mentioned the spirit guides being excited i can just imagine mm-hmm. the millions of, of spirit guides excited now that there's a possibility yeah. that their loved one that they are with mm-hmm. might actually be able to get to hear from them and know it's them so i can yeah. sense that excitement and for our listener i want to thank you for being here today a couple announcements first of all we keep this radio show commercial free on purpose and well you know why because it just stinks to have in the middle of every five minutes and we're going to break for a commercial but people have asked if there's a way to donate to the show and we've created um, a way that you can actually become a patron of the show for as little as one dollar an episode and certainly not anything you have to do but there's a website called patreon which is spelled p-a-t-r-e 
O-N, patreon.com, and you can just either type in Sandra Champlain or We Don't Die Radio, and it'll bring you to the page. You can give a dollar or more per episode. You can stop it at any time, but know that um, every dollar does help keep it going. I have a day job, as you know, catering that uh, funds most of it, but I do appreciate any donation at all. So for those of you who have donated, a huge thank you. It all makes a difference. I will be one of almost 40 speakers uh, September 2018 in Scottsdale, Arizona, at the annual Afterlife Symposium, all about the afterlife. And it's a great way to connect in real life with, uh, it'll be probably about 800 people that speak the same language, all interested in things all about the afterlife. You can go to afterlifesymposium.org to find out more. Our home base for the show is wedontdieradio.com. If you go there, there'll be a little pop-up that says, do you want to join Sandra's Insiders Club? And that's simply a way that you can get a free read of my book, a very healing audio called How to Survive Grief. And then I've got a report called My 19 Reasons to Believe in the Afterlife. And that's pretty cool, I would say. So in closing, I want to say thank you for listening. Thank you again to Celine. My name is Sandra Champlain, and I am so excited that I get to be your host on We Don't Die Radio. I do believe that life is an education for the soul and that your life here on Earth is important. And I might not have these words correct from Celine, but it just really struck me. Listen to the silence, and the silence isn't always so silent after all. Uh, That tuning in to your own quiet mind really is the place to have your soul, your spirit guides, your friends that may not be visible to you in real life, but they are still around you and love you. And that's a great way for them to connect. So I want to thank you for listening and we'll see you soon. 